What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 40 of The Scope, the live FPS news show that you guys all love, or apparently at least like it because you're here. And <laughs> look who's back. My right, your left. Buff, what's up, man? How's it going? Long time no see. <laughs> it's been a while. Extremely glad to have you back. The people have yeah. suffered enough through me trying to solo this thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're we're glad. Everyone's glad. Trust me that, that you're back. So, man, it's 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 good to be back. It's been a been like a two week hiatus just about for me. So I'm I'm glad to finally be back at it. Jesus. Yep, and we're we're very glad to have you back. What what have you been up to, man? Like, God. oh my God. Uh, first off, Jake, thank you for the two, brother. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's awesome to be back. So first off, the reason I was so MIA recently, a lot of you guys know, but uh, moving. So we were moving. Our lease was up. Um, we got a house. So I was just like the past two weeks plus was just painting nine hours a day. Got new carpet uh, i painted ceilings walls everything it was terrible i'm never gonna paint again after this um so doing that moved in uh my internet's still a little spotty but they're coming out tomorrow to look at it and to top it all off i cut off part of my finger last night so <laughs> but we're still here we're still here going at it so it's, it's good to be back regardless even if i don't have 10 full fingers Nice. Nine and a, nine and what? Probably three. That's like 9.78% of your fingers yeah. are there. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's Just about good. 10. Wait, yeah, is, like... that, is that your trigger finger? Oh, no. no I know. I'm, I'm right-handed. This is thankfully my left, left, my left finger. Okay, but yeah. you're still good. Okay, all right. Typing uh, typing is a bit of a challenge currently, so I'm, I have to just like use my <laughs> other three and hold this one up because i can't really type with it right now well, so. you gotta hunt and peck like i do or look at the keyboard <laughs> i always got in yeah. trouble in uh in typing class back in middle school because i would always look down at the keyboard and i still have to like i can type really fast and my hands are in the right spot but i have to look at what i'm doing mm -hmm. and they would put when they would catch you they put the sheet over your hand or whatever so you couldn't look but i'd still like lift it up and like look down under i was i was bad i cheated but i had to do I'm, it I'm kind of the same way, to be honest, but I, I, I type super, I type super fast. So it works for me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but man, that was a crazy two weeks for us. Cause I had, um, I haven't told a ton of people yet, but I, I guess I put it out on Twitter. Um, that, yeah, like Leo said in super chat, thank you for the, thank you for the two in super chat that I'm going to be a dad. And, um, all right. And, um, a couple weeks ago, I found out that it's going to be a little boy. So nice. we're, we're that far along. So we're going to get a little mini crash sometime in uh, the middle of February. The due date's actually Valentine's Day, February 14th. So Awesome. Gonna, Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm pretty excited. It's going to be uh it's going to be uh interesting to see how that plays out, but um yeah, my wife and I have been kind of a a long journey to get to this point with all the medical stuff, so we're pretty excited. I'm going to be one of those old boomer dads, but it's all right. We'll get there. I got to <laughs> I got to get him uh got to get him practicing aim lab so he can carry me right away so the sooner there you the go get him going. there you go see you say you say old boomer dad but you're like literally i think three years older than me so <laughs> still <laughs> well, young man still young i i feel old but i i don't know man i i'm feeling my health and stuff is doing a lot better i, I i'm excited i think i'm gonna be i think i'm gonna be good to go on the on the dad thing by the time that's that's awesome. So arises. make sure, make sure. I expect if he's due Valentine's Day, I expect, uh, I expect him to be co 
co-hosting with us by say may okay <laughs> right yeah i mean probably it won't be long it won't be long before he takes over my spot for sure it gets me kicked off the show and, and takes over and runs runs everything so i guess i'll just end up probably having to be a, a fps coach and manager talent manager um there you go at the end of the day and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that people are going to be yep. tired of seeing my face by then i'm sure i'm sure he'll be in phase in no time honestly so. oh no problem no problem at all be Easy. a valorant pro in no time <laughs> um but yeah no i had it i had a good time uh on my trip i was uh, unplugged from the internet for like five days i told i told everybody about it on the show so i don't have to go through it but um so we saw a lot of bears like we were i was using my bow oh, wow. we were archery hunting deer and we kept we, we got kind of a bear problem on the property and uh, where we were at in that particular part of Oklahoma, you can't hunt bears. But they were around. My buddy I was with, Clark, we were hiking around. I almost stepped on one the first morning. He was bedded under a tree. We walked by a black oh bear. He God. took off running. I had to change my pants, come up with a new plan. <laughs> um, but then I get back, and I'm thinking, I, I kind of told myself, black bears, they're not a big deal. They're not a problem. Uh, we don't really need to worry about it. And then I get back, and I see this on Twitter, dude. You got to see this. There's a bear attack on Twitter. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I see this, and then it freaks me out even more. So I just – I saw this the other day, and it's like we were talking about how bears – like black bears, my buddy was telling me it's oh not a problem. We don't need God. to worry about it. I have my 1911 with me, so not crazy. Nothing big like 44 mag or anything. And, dude, it was like – I don't want to hear the guy screaming. I got to turn the sound off. That's bad production. He looks, uh, I mean, that looks still like a young bear, though, too. That's like, that's still a cub. Yeah, that's what we scared up the first time. So, like, a, a younger male, and we were like, where's mom? You know, we were worried yeah, about that, too. That and then mom's close, yeah. And then, like, by the end of my trip, I'm like, man, bears aren't a problem. There's no problem. I don't got to worry about it. And then I get home, back to the internet, and I see this. I'm glad I didn't see this <laughs> before I went, or I would have been, like, freaking out. This guy's just chopping, Judy kicking. I'm pretty impressed with the dude, man. He punches the crap out of this bear in the face. Sorry, podcast listener. And then kicks him in the yeah. face. He's got the hammer fist, the up kicks. Hmm. Pretty sweet. Yeah, he, he scared him off. But, yeah, that's... That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask <laughs> you if there were grizzlies or, grizzlies or black bears. But, yeah, yeah, black bears are – they're still no joke, man. We would go – I know you're, we're obviously in two very different states, but upstate New York, there's a ton of black bears too. And I go camping up there since I was really, really young, and we would be face-to-face -face with black bears all the time. So, definitely, they're usually pretty not aggressive to humans, but you definitely don't want to – get caught with a cub between a cub and its mom is uh, bad news <laughs> yeah pretty much i was uh yeah i was fine with it until afterwards i saw it and then i got scared later but i don't i generally make it a rule so i went to hawaii with my wife and she's like why don't you get in the ocean and swim in the ocean i'm like there's sharks in there she's like oh no it's not i'm like i make it a rule i don't enter any environment where i'm not the top of the food chain so like being around bears and predators and stuff that are the tier higher than me, I'm not about that. I'm not really <laughs> about that. But um, yeah, that's, I guess we great. should. Uh, I guess we should talk about video games, huh? That's what that's what we're supposed to um, do. I'm ready to go. Okay, let's do it. All right, we're all back. We're in it. Here we go. Charge two weeks charged. Let's get it. It would not be an episode of the scope if we didn't start off on a sad note and talk about Battlefield 2042. Um. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I I kind of pulled out all the stops. I I called this like potentially a scam with the 2042 event, the liquidators. We talked about it. You don't know the particulars, so I want to tell you a little bit about it and then get your reaction to this. So this nice. is an event. So you know you know how starved for content Battlefield 2042 is, right? So they come out with this uh, event. I mean, it's the best Battlefield they've made, isn't it? That's what I thought. You're going to make right? me drink bourbon, aren't you? I'm going to have to drink some whiskey. So, all right. You know, you, you know, you may not think you know, but you know that there's not a lot of content. So we see this, we see this event and everybody is getting amped. Everybody's getting excited for some new kind of content in Battlefield 2042. And this thing comes out. And it is Squad Conquest, which we kind of knew, but it's essentially running in Portal, so there's no new maps or anything. The big thing you can see in the trailer that's playing on the screen was the cosmetics, right? I yeah. just saw a Reddit post that put the tallies on it. So all these cool cosmetics and stuff you see are behind a paywall in the store for premium <laughs> currency. You can only, you can only buy or you can only earn so they talked about earn like the big thing on the blog post and the twitter was er, like earn ribbons earn skins for this event and then you see this trailer you're like oh sweet those actually look pretty cool i'm gonna get in there out of 32 items of the liquidator event you can earn four of them oh no 28 of them are in the store wow so, that's not good <laughs> yeah so after a game cost many of us 70 to $120 came out with by far the least amount of content in a battlefield game in the history of battlefield games. As we know them today, they pull this shit and basically get people excited for an event. And then it's basically an advertisement to sell skins in the store. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm definitely not surprised first off, but <clears throat> I mean, we all, I think we all knew, right? Four, se four seasons of content to refill, fulfill their legal obligations, and that's it. So at this point, they're going to be doing anything they can to make money, store items. So I'm definitely not surprised. Um, I'll be honest, though, I did see this trailer last week uh, when it first came out, and I really didn't like it at all. I just thought it looked goofy as hell, to be honest, with all the different cosmetics and whatever is going on. I did not like anything I really saw. So to hear that all that's behind a paywall, that's that's definitely shady. I personally did not like any of the cosmetics they did. They just, I think, feel like this is just more evidence that they're going in the wrong direction. I don't know how long this liquidator thing was planned for, if they're reusing assets that they had made that far in advance. But I mean, like you said, this is probably not the event that you wanted to to release at this point in the game, right? So definitely shitty, but I'm definitely not surprised. Um, <laughs> they're doing just, it feels like they're doing just the bare minimum, throw things out there and see what kind of money they can make from the people that are still playing the game. And that's about it. Yeah, it just, it it feels like they, they, believe that that the battlefield community dice and ea believe that we're just like a dirty rotten old dish towel and they're trying to wring the last little bit of goodness out of us with an event like this um because it, it essentially did run on portals so technically with a few tweaks and stuff someone like uh, uh, just a normal battlefield player could have made these modes 
Um, they didn't make any kind of changes to the maps. You know, a, a lot of games, like even Rainbow Six, um, they have the Doctor's Curse. They redid a map for it. You had like the Christmas version of Crash, the Crash map and Call of Duty. People do these, or video game companies, AAA, do these events and they make changes to the maps and they, you know, they kind of had a little bit of lore and story to this. There was really none of that there. There was uh, Squad Conquest is back from Battlefield 4 and um, boom. There's a bunch of stuff in the store. You know, it's frustrating to see this, man, because we talk every time we talk about this. Uh, thank you for just thank you, Chase, for those bots. We got the sex box back. Um, what what's two weeks hiatus without sex bots? We're welcome, welcoming us back. I love it. Yeah, if anybody's <laughs> interested, I, I mean, I guess looks like Tinder's popping. So yeah, get it, get at it, get at it, guys. Um, no, what I say is we talk about this all the time, right? I mean. <clears throat> Dude, and, and the other day I posted on Instagram. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I I was doing the unpacking and stuff like that. I found some of my old college like Game Informer magazines. So I found two issues that were actually like big throwback items. I, I found a pristine Modern Warfare 2 uh, back in 2009, original Modern Warfare 2 Game Informer cover when that, that was the main issue for that. And then I found a pristine mint condition Battlefield 3 Game Informer. And I was like, man, Battlefield 3. I was just like, that was a hell of a time. And I was thinking there when I was looking at that, I was looking through it, looking at what they, the articles were. And I was like, man, who the who would have thought where we'd be now in 2022 from back in 2000, what was it, 2011, I believe, right? Holy crap. It's just like, pretty interesting to be looking at that magazine like that it was crazy yeah i had like a actually kind of a banger tweet for me this morning all i said was um that i miss battlefield i just said i tweeted i miss <laughs> battlefield and like westy replied to it and like a whole bunch of people like it, it's a real thing man it's so sad where we are where we could have been i even looked just back to like my channel and how excited and stuff i was uh for for everything coming um, the hype was amazing for 2042 though and that's when i found your channel was a 2042 like the hype train was amazing for that i was super pumped i was what that's how i discovered your content and everything and they did i mean let's be honest they marketed that game brilliantly but they scammed the hell out of us because everything they marketed was a complete lie and not at all what they gave us Yep. And then uh, to further that along today, more what I would consider bad news uh, based on. So people who watch this program, you guys know, you guys know, you've seen it. We talked to Jim Heil, uh, the EA developer who was a rendering engineer who worked on the game and talked about the issues with Frostbite and how the game would likely be better served moving to Unreal 5 or Unity or something where another company handles the the engine stuff so they don't have to worry about it then they can focus on content balancing events community engagement maybe a maybe a little dash or a little bit of communication here or there about actual stuff people give a shit about those are all be maybe. things they could do but we found out uh i don't have the tweet pulled up ready for this show because my production team's dog shit um that they're going to stick with the frostbite engine it sounds like uh marcus leto who's working on the campaign aspect of the game, working on the next single player installment in the battlefield universe tweeted today that the frostbite, someone asked uh, the Thurston 13, he asked 
is this going to be a new engine, a third-party engine or something, or staying on Frostbite? He said the Frostbite is getting much-needed upgrades. So it sounds like they're sticking with Frostbite, um, which is kind of contradictory to what Jim had said that should happen. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Right. The Frostbite engine can work. I point to Battlefield 5 for looking good, running good, Beautiful. playing Beautiful, well at yeah. this point. So Even Battlefield 1, I thought... I. I thought Battlefield 1, to be fair, I didn't play Battlefield 5 outside the beta, but Battlefield 1, I thought was, and you could tell me better if, if 5 looked better than 1, but 1, given World War 1, it was awesome when I played it for 4 months, 5 months. The setting was the only problem for me, but the graphics, it was, it's undeniable how good that game looked. I think 5 looks a little bit better fidelity-wise. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this is going to make sense. In my opinion, 5 looks better like fidelity and just graphics and textures and everything, mm -hmm. but one was so much more immersive. Um, with the it with had the like that of... gritty, it had that like gritty, yeah, gritty immersion look, exactly. That, yeah. That's kind of what I liked about it. Yeah, Battlefield One had like all the immersion, uh, mm. factors like off the charts. Everything had yeah. that kind of mist and cloud. It was just like it's dark, it's shitty, mm. it's World War, right? One. Right? So that was pretty cool. And then, yeah. Here's another thing that that popped into my head. Since they, it is not beneath them to come out with a mode to advertise 28 cosmetic items in a store that you can purchase only. It's not beneath <laughs> them to do that. I'm wondering, is this studio that Leto's working on in, in Seattle, is this another cash grab where essentially... They're gaslighting the. I'm. I'm on a. I'm gonna stand up. I'm on a soapbox right now. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> my microphone's down here. Um, is this? They're gaslighting the community into not expecting a campaign. Right. This is the first battlefield. We didn't get war stories. We didn't get any kind of single player experience in this battlefield. So mm -hmm. now the community thinks that's normal. So then we're gonna have a single player game coming out of Seattle. That's gonna cost. Oh, I don't know, maybe $70. And then we're going to have the multiplayer experience separate, which is going to cost, oh, somewhere in the neighborhood of $70. So instead of all that being into one game for the AAA price, they're basically splitting, gaslighting us into thinking it's normal to split the campaign off and, char and make $140 instead of $70 for one, which was normally a battlefield with a single player experience and a multiplayer experience on one. Mm, yeah. I went wild. Dude, I'm sorry. No, I mean, but you're right. It's so, and again, I, I sound like a broken record, but Battlefield 3, in, and I've played, keep in mind, I've played every Battlefield, and obviously, you all know I'm more of a modern first-person shooter fan. Oh, yeah? And, and Yeah, you know, it's a little known fact. Um, but, but for me personally, Battlefield 3 was still, like, the best Battlefield because not only was the multiplayer... It had like we just talked about with Battlefield One. It had Battlefield Three had that immersive, gritty feel and look to it. But the campaign for Battlefield Three that was when they had to go head to head with Modern Warfare Three at the time. So that was like their best. Right, competition drives the best out of everybody, and they were going head to head. I think they were re released maybe a month apart. And the Battlefield Three campaigns to that point, prior to Battlefield Three, I think the best we had. The only campaigns we had were the bad company campaigns, if I'm remembering correctly, and Battlefield 2 Modern Combat on the old PlayStation 2, Xbox, and uh, the 360 um, port. But 
so Battlefield 3 was like a huge, not only was the multiplayer content, weapons, everything like that, enormous. Destruction was really good. But the campaign for Battlefield 3, that's a game I could go back right now and play and have a blast with it. And I still typically go back and play that once or twice a year for that Battlefield 3 campaign. And of all the campaigns I've ever played for a modern first-person shooter, Battlefield 3 and uh, is easily number one. The only other ones next to that, I would say, are probably like Medal of Honor Warfighter and Medal of Honor 2010. But Battlefield 3 campaign, man, the memories there are just, uh, I don't know. They did it great back then, and you were only paying 60 bucks, Or maybe it was 50 back on PS3. I can't remember the, the game price then, but that was that was peak Battlefield for me. So to just see them going backwards continuously, you said it. I miss Battlefield. <laughs> That's really all you can say. Yeah, I miss what it used to be with like all the friends. I mean, even I know Battlefield 5 is not people's shiny example generally of a Battlefield game. But I mean, even back then, I just remember like not that long ago when I started streaming and somebody would pop into stream and like, can I play with you? Yeah, here's the server. Hop in. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, we could all as many people as we wanted to could get in the same server and hang out and play together. And there's just it's just so hard to do that because it turned into a lobby shooter without a uh, server I mean, browser you know stuff. crash crash like come on dude they don't have the technology to support run a server programs anymore i mean what's so hard to understand you're asking for too much they don't have the technology that's that's all there is to it brutal expectations yeah it. just too too brutal dude you can't rent servers anymore <laughs> why, why would you expect something we had 10 years ago i'm i'm stupid i get it i get it yeah this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard you say can't believe it <laughs> yeah what's your problem dude <laughs> yeah. all right all right that's Br enough of that. brutal 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 we'll uh we'll still we'll still keep an eye on everything going on with battlefield 2042 i'm still making a few videos on there on there kind of just covering it for news because i i enjoy making videos talking about stuff and uh yeah i'm gonna still make videos to tell you what i think because i i just feel i don't know i feel bad for the battlefield community honestly it sucks man but you know is as much as i think we both played it in the beta for modern warfare 2 we played the ground war and everything and as much as obviously it doesn't have the battlefield feel to it, like that looked, it looked more battlefield than battlefield visually. Um, and the other thing is, I mean, you, that you said earlier, I just wanted to go back and touch on was um, the engine. They're, they're upgrading frost frostbite, which obviously, like you said, battlefield five, battlefield one, battlefield three, like it can look really good or it can look really bad. Case in point, battlefield 2042 just looks like a goofy cartoon. Um, fov2 wide thing i don't really know what it is but if they upgrade it and make it look good again and get away from this goofy cartoonish look for 2042 that's good but i i i will say um the unreal engine 5 some of the demo stuff we've seen the past couple months is better than anything i've ever seen uh graphically so i don't know what the reason is to stay in house with, with the with the frostbite but hopefully, hopefully that means they've identified all the issues they and bad mistakes they made with 2042, and they're confident they can deliver um, what the community wants. And and if that's not the case, and we get another dud, I mean, we'll have to see. I think maybe Embark will be doing their take on Battlefield going forward. Yeah, we'll have to see what that's like. I'm also yeah. There's still there's a few games I'm still excited for, um, but. I would have to say I would dial it back a couple notches from you. Um, I thought Ground War played all right. 
but mm-hmm. it still didn't feel like a, anywhere near Battlefield to me. Now, yeah, I would say it was a better experience in 2042, um, <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily when I play when I play 2042, I don't feel Battlefield like it doesn't feel hardly at right, all right. like Battlefield. Um, essentially, mm-hmm. just the scale of it does and the and the vehicles, but. You know, Ground War and Modern Warfare Two has that, so I don't know. I still, I still would, at the end of the day, um, any of the old battlefields give me a better, more polished experience. I don't, I didn't really get a battlefield vibe from it, but I got a better, large scale combat game than Twenty Forty Two. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. No, I mean that's that's kind of that's what I was trying to say. Is, is gotcha. it definitely didn't it definitely didn't feel battlefield for sure, but visually it looked more battlefield than battlefield if that if that makes we i guess we're saying the same thing it just when i looked at the gameplay it looked what i would have expected this iteration of battlefield to look like got it agreed so i guess the next thing to talk about is what everyone's probably thinking about this weekend whether you're a call of duty fan or not it's going to be shoved in your face you're going to hear about it because it's a pre-order bonus, everybody's excited, um, is the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Roman numeral 2 campaign week. Early access is allegedly going to be Thursday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, I, I really don't have a lot of stuff to talk about other than uh, what's already been said um, about the the campaign do you have any um i would say i don't know i've been watching big fry replay the 2019 campaign uh Mm -hmm. to kind of to kind of remember what that's like but i don't know what are you expecting story-wise i know we've talked a lot about sicario and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um are you thinking something like that it'll be it seems like from the trailers and stuff we've seen that it's mostly like uh taking place in mexico central america and stuff like that yeah um i've i've definitely gone back and played the 2019 campaign a few times and i go back and do some of those uh night missions a couple of times i just did that ben laden compound raid uh like last month or two months ago and going back and playing those in realism is great but yeah i, I do from everything i've seen so far unless they unless they're just pulling a hard u-turn it feels like it's going to be very sicario based and i think um everything we saw in that most recent trailer shows that so um i'm definitely feeling sicario vibes from everything i've seen so far however i don't expect it to be i don't i wouldn't say it's going to be beat for beat sicario it looks like there's a lot of things taking place domestically also which kind of Again, you look at it, Sicario 2, there, Sicario 2, there's, and even a little bit of one, there's some domestic stuff going on in the U.S. So I think they're, I really think they're going to be taking, like I've been saying in a lot of my videos, is like Sicario, Clear and Present Danger are two really, really big ones I would look at there. Um, and then there's also definitely some Zero Dark Thirty vibes, um, Active Valor vibes, but primarily it looks like they're going with that Sicario one and two vibe. And I think that most recent trailer we saw for the campaign kind of showed a lot of that because we saw the, the main release trailer for the campaign and we saw the PC trailer 
and a lot of those, if you if you're from, guys are familiar with the Sicario movies, like you can pick out a lot of beat for beat things that they're pulling from those movies. And Call of Duty always does that. They take whatever Hollywood movies have come out in the, however many years, and they'll pull cinematic moments or missions from those. And we saw a lot of that in Modern Warfare 2019. But I think theme wise, even even the guys that mocap said. Um, like required viewing was the the Sicario movies as well as some others, but like that was the the tone they were going with. So definitely Sicario. I think it's going to be a lot more, a lot darker and grittier than 2019, and a lot more uh, serious toned is the vibe I'm getting from this. It's going to be a much more serious game. The 20 the 2019 one was pretty serious so it was pretty dark and gritty you watched them clear the houses and like the mom with the kid pulled out the gun and you had to shoot her and like it was it was pretty graphic so i, I expected to be on par with that for sure um right it should be pretty cool um i'm usually not a campaign guy but i i did enjoy the first one and i kind of got immersed in the story so i'll definitely be playing this one you're probably going to stream this on thursday aren't you um yes i is pending internet which it should be should be good as is i'm have a tech coming out tomorrow um but yeah the everything should be good my plan is to start streaming it as soon as it goes live thursday um i'm i'm pumped man it's gonna be a lot of fun play through the whole thing and then we have a week till multiplayer releases so i'm gonna go back and do it all on realism and, and you know highlight those those good missions without the without the face cam and the commentary stuff like that are you are you playing it early i think you digitally pre-ordered didn't you yeah yeah i have it pre-ordered i haven't decided yet um i i put out a i put out a poll today um if if i should play it or if you know because i kind of wondered you know do would people want to watch it or do they want no spoilers and want to experience it on their own so i put that out as somebody i don't know like if you're here or whatever but somebody made a comment kind of roasted me and chewed my ass for making that they're like <laughs> i think he said like you shouldn't ask this question if people won't watch it they just won't click on it and i'm like well the, the he's like the creator shouldn't ask that and i'm like well the reason i asked that is because i have a real job and i don't know if it's worth taking time off of my real job to to stream the video game if no one wants to watch it there's a whole I have a real job there. And first of all, he called me a dirty name. He called me a content creator. And that is an incredibly <laughs> strong word for me because I just turned the camera on and talk about video games. So <laughs> I think content creator is a really, really strong word, sir. You watch your mouth. But yeah, I, I might do it. I'm, I could do it. I might do it. Uh, play it on Thursday. It'd be kind of fun to chill out with folks and, and work through the campaign and work through the story. It'd be kind of fun. But I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it either. So. I guess that's up to people if they want to click on it or not. That's what I learned. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just, sorry. I was like, I was reading chat a little bit. Um, yeah, exactly. I think I'm I'm gonna take a half day just because personally, I wanna I wanna play it really really bad. So I'm just I'm looking forward to it. And I was I was also debating, you know. <clears throat> Because when I watch things, typically I don't want to watch someone's camera there, and I don't want to watch them talking. But on the at the same token, there's like a fine line. It's like, do I stream with my camera and talk? And I think like I, what I decided on is I'll have the camera on, make it a little bit smaller, and I and I'll limit my talking until like between missions. Because like personally, when I play the campaigns for COD, I'm invested. 
I'm immersed in everything like that. So I'm not going to be chatting everyone's ear off because I, I really love the immersion of the campaigns. So, but exactly. If people want to watch, they're going to tune in. But for me personally, regardless if I were streaming anything or not, I, I would probably be taking a half day just, just so I can play through it. I always, I love all the Call of Duty campaigns, specifically yeah. Modern Warfare. They never, they never disappoint. So it's going to be a good experience. I think, yeah, I think watching your stream would be awesome. I hope you do. Uh, with at least a little bit of commentary because it, it's awesome to hear you like just gun talk and stuff about like the weapons that's what i was thinking like yeah so, exactly me on the other hand i probably talk quite a bit talk a bunch of shit and make fun of people in the story and it will be it'll be a little <laughs> bit more lighthearted on, on my side like i like to kind of <laughs> talk smack and be silly but um and then experience the story but yeah it, it should be pretty cool the other thing I wanted to commend, kind of more of an overarching comment I had, I think this is a really smart move from the Call of Duty team. Um, yeah. Not only is it like a, I'm sure there's so many pre-orders that occur because people want to get their hands on it early, but also mm -hmm. there's so much time, there's so many resources, so much uh, just mm -hmm. effort, money that goes into a campaign. And uh, I mean, if I think back to Modern Warfare 2019, I played the campaign through once and then never touched it again. So this is a, a cool time to let the work that all those developers did shine. And the yeah. focus will be on the campaign. It will be on the story. And it's a really smart way to get people to check it out. I think. Yeah, no, I, I completely. And I remember you and I talked about that previously. And I agree, especially given the trailer that you're playing in the background right now. And that's the one I'm referring to as like heavy Sicario vibes. I was going to do a video and I will after I play through it, like doing the one for ones to the movies, because there's things in that trailer that are taken straight from the Sicario movies, which is awesome to see, which is why I say it's going to be very Sicario-esque. Um, but yeah, the campaigns are always, a, it, Modern Warfare specifically, the other ones are, have always been, you know, whatever, they're okay. But they're still, you always, for me personally, it's like if I'm getting a Call of Duty game, the first thing I always do is is the campaign. And the Modern Warfare campaigns are always always top notch. Um, so it's it's weird to me. Well, first off, yes, everyone who worked on the campaign deserves that buffer because typically people get it and they just go straight to multiplayer and don't care about campaign. Um, and I think with this game, now that you have the weak gap there that's going to be good so everyone gets to experience it and, and not to call anybody out but i was i am a fan of exclusive ace and i watch a lot like all of his videos too um and he was saying like he's not going to be playing the campaign in the early access and to what's me, his that's problem this is so i can't i mean he says he's not a big campaign guy in the videos which is completely fine and that's i'm not cool, either but for me for me it's just it's i mean it's always just been an experience to me right and if you have a week to kill i feel like the weapons, some of the stuff you're going to be seeing gameplay-wise is always going to be worth playing it. And in the worst case, you have a week to kill before you start like your peak content in a lot of people's cases. So why would you not just, hey, I'm going to relax and play a good game, you know? So regardless whether you like campaigns or not, it's going to be really good. Um, and quick pause, shout out to Avery Wilson with the $100 uh super chat thank you brother he says god bless you buff and everyone have a blessed night thank you so much brother avery top support of the channel really appreciate you man shout out um yeah you're the man go go can we get uh can we get dubs in the chat for avery please everyone that's amazing avery's been 
been killing it the past month so i i really appreciate it brother we we love having the the interaction and chat as well everybody that's awesome um, shout out yeah chat yeah chat has amazing. been amazing that's incredible avery that's that's fucking awesome um yeah, and chat you guys have been awesome again keep an eye on chat because we are on a few different channels so that's all combined on the screen and again mm -hmm. i usually say this at the beginning of channel but if you usually get here late the chat is on the screen so you guys can be part of the conversation you're part of the recording when people go back to watch it um what you guys say uh is important and that's why it's there so yeah keep chatting it up you guys are awesome i love reading it and holy shit avery you're a legend for real he is but yeah what i was saying like campaign you could hate you could hate campaigns could not be a single player guy but to me, the, the Modern Warfare campaigns specifically are always like you're playing kind of you're playing through a movie. And with the trailers I'm seeing here, again, just look Sicario. And this there's a lot of shots that are very one for one. Um, this is going to be a great campaign. You can tell by the trailers. And if you guys, everyone here, I'm sure, um, Chris, I know you went back and played a lot of them as well. Like they're always, it's always just an experience. I remember playing the original COD 4 campaign when it came out um that for very first day and just like you know those those moments are still ingrained in my head as just like wow those were those were great in-game moments that i experienced those days so it's gonna be it's gonna be really good and not to mention the rewards you get for completing the campaign early you get a couple operator skins you get an m4 skin you get some emblems things like that but the m4 you get a salt mod uh blueprint looks really nice um, and you also get uh, a couple different operator skins and things like that that are exclusive for completing the campaign early. So um, you can't really, it, it's like a win-win, but just by playing the campaign, there's really no negatives to it, which is awesome. Yep. Um, definitely be checking it out. I'm pretty excited to do so. Um, what else was I going to say? There was something else um, about the campaign, but no, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably stream it um, at some point. And uh, yeah, exclusive ace. What's your problem, dude? Get it together. A lot of people work hard on that campaign, man. Uh, oh, nah, we, lo we love, we love you, Ace. We love you, Ace. Play it, uh, and you're gonna love it. That's all I gotta say. I'm kidding. It was. A I just, I just saw an opportunity to use my bleep button, so I had to and, use this. And, and I love you. that you. So, so for future reference, do I, do I warn you before I drop f bombs, or are you just gonna be trigger ready with that bleep button? Uh, well, if you watch my streams and watch me play Search and Destroy, you know that my uh, reflexes are not going to allow that to work. Uh, but, <laughs> but but you can try it. I feel like I feel like YouTube should be a little bit lenient with like intent, right? So like if you drop one, and then I'm like, oh shit, and then like, <laughs> hey, we tried, right? Like that's that's all we could do. Exactly. I don't think it doesn't matter. We drop those things like crazy. Um, right. Well, if I get if I get on a Raven topic, then you'll know to be ready. Other yeah. than that, I'm usually pretty good. I'll get ready. I'll get ready to bleep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, campaign will be in just a couple days. So that that's actually pretty exciting uh, for people who are amped about that. Um, I can't think of a whole lot else as far as the campaign goes. I don't think we really got uh, much information. So I think we can move on uh, to a little bit of DMC tidbits is what i called this um there's been a few things come out uh you mentioned like the backpack thing but along those lines um i did see a tweet and i'm i'm just starting to get and this is this is 100 percent pt ptsd from uh from hazard zone i'm getting really worried about it 
Like I'm getting oh, really no. worried about DMZ uh, not oh, no. seeing much like that. But we did see. Um, I'm just all right. All right, I'm gonna try to stick to the news. All right. So we did see the the backpack icon was leaked. It's been taken down, so mm -hmm. obviously we can't show it on here. Um, however, uh, Noiskoy, who is traditionally a uh, Escape from Tarkov news source, he's up to date on everything Escape from Tarkov. Uh, saw some DMC leaks where he says, "Sounds like backpacks and armor are sort of their own things." Uh, references to already have a better backpack equipped and already have a better armor rig equipped. Inventory is full, um, so it sounds like your backpack and your armor in the game are going to be separate. I hadn't exactly seen that spelled out like that. Some of those things are probably in the the data strings or the, excuse me, the code strings that were leaked either a long time ago or lately as well. Um, so that sounds a lot like Tarkov. Um, have you seen anything else on DMZ? It's really a mystery and I'm getting freaked out that we haven't seen anything about it. And there's that whole debate. Like, is it not finished? Is it broken or is it, um, are they trying to keep us like excited and keep something a secret? Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think they'd be advertising it given what Battlefield did with Hazard Zone if they weren't confident in it. And the way they talked about it at Cod Next, they seem pretty confident in it. But I have seen things that some of the same leakers. I saw things like, like you said, the backpack, the armor. Um, I did see iodine pills uh different like stims and meds so there's a lot of things there and i don't think we're really going to hear much about dmz until we get closer to that november 16th date with warzone 2 and i do think i do think they're prepared to know to obviously know com coming out with warzone 2 it's not going to be the main mode but I think it's going to be a process mode that they're going to improve. So I think they 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 realize that there's a, a part of the community that wants that uh, Tarkov type experience on console. So I think it's going to be. It seems like it's going to be a pretty good experience at, at launch, but it also seems like it's something they're going to be invested in supporting for two years so far. So and they wouldn't be. They would we wouldn't be hearing all these rumors with the challenges key. I saw a lot of information on keys having um uh like the more same with Tarkov, the more you use a, a key, the less uh like um durable it is. This durability, so you can only use them X amount of times, things like that. So I don't think we'd be hearing all these things if they didn't have an in-depth uh road plan for this this mode. So I think uh, comparing it to Hazard Zone, I think honestly, I think we've heard more about DMZ than we have ever Hazard Zone, and then what we've heard about DMZ is is more than the official Hazard Zone game ended up being. So I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be fine. But I think also they know the majority of the, of the population is going to be playing Warzone Two, not DMZ. Um, but that doesn't mean they're not going to work on it. So I think we already have a lot of information to indicate that it's gonna be a pretty polish mode they're gonna improve upon yep i'm i'm thinking about making a video with like some facts and figures and google trends graphs mm -hmm. and stuff but i've i've said it before on the show so i'm not gonna harp on it very much but i'm pretty worried about just the extraction mode uh as a whole um i think they're gonna have to do something pretty innovative to keep people's attention for a long time because even a game as in-depth as Tarkov is, loses its appeal after a while. And after a few months, people are ready for it to delete and wipe and start all over again. So they're going to have to have something like that and something pretty interesting 
to keep people playing, so I'm worried about that. I'm probably as far as this game goes, though, like a little bit off topic here. I'm mostly excited for Hazard Zone. I've been playing a shitload of Search and Destroy in the evenings over on Twitch um, mm -hmm. with some friends and having a lot of fun. Um, even though um, I haven't played, I never played much S and D in Modern Warfare 2019. I'm kind of like relearning it, man. Just those kids that run around like slide cancels always sound like such a boomer, maybe offend some people, but just running around like crazy are so easy to kill. Like if you play with just a little bit of tacticalness and and some comms with your friends, and they get mm -hmm. so mad because even a lot of these, a lot of these guys and and girls are more mechanically gifted than me and right. my friends are and stuff, but we can still beat them by just being in a good spot and they get predictable and knowing where they're going to be and it, they get so yeah. mad and the calms and the toxicity has been hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's going to be interesting. The other big gamble with DMZ is that Warzone 2 apparently takes a lot of the... Uh, a lot of mechanics from DMZ, and that's why Warzone is the way it is. And people, there mm -hmm. is a little bit of rumbling of people worrying that the DMZ um, was so important and was the mainstay that it's going to make Warzone play not like they want to. But I'm I'm all for something different. Um, I don't want another a fourth year of the same Warzone mechanics. I'm all for something different. So, yeah, we'll you. See. You said it best. Like, why would they release the same Warzone on better graphics and not make changes? And and um, I mean, we've said it before here. Tarkov was whooping Warzone's butt during peak Warzone on Twitch. So it, DMZ should be their main focus. Warzone, despite what the what the hardcore 1% community thinks about Warzone, which they're in love with it. You know, you, oh, you're, you're, you're shit because you can't slide cancel, abuse the movement system, which is broken, not intended to be that way, blah, blah, blah. Why would, why would you, like, look at the, the player numbers that have been dropping with that game. You think, you think Activision and Infinity Ward aren't paying attention to the data in the background and saying, oh, we're losing. Like, there was a report, a report a few months back that they were losing, like, like, uh, I don't even know the amount, like a couple hundred thousand every month or something is just like a ridiculous number. Um, so obviously what Warzone started as and what it evolved into was the wrong direction besides the people, that small percentage that thinks that that's skill, which not I'm not going to argue, like obviously it's skill if you can abuse a broken movement system. That's great. But when you have to play more grounded and actually have gunfight skill and uh, positioning skill and think and not just abuse a broken movement system, people are going to get pissed off. Um, DMZ should be the main focus, and that system should translate into Warzone. And hey, if you don't like it, you can go play Warzone Legacy and abuse the broken movement system there. So that's really... <laughs> I was trying to be ready. Ah, oh, oh, man, I was close. I could have done it. Uh, it's, I was but, ready. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. I, I, you were getting fired up, so I just had the bleeper ready. Um, I, was, I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm just just thinking about it and, and the stuff I played in the beta. I, I am pretty darn excited to get to get into S and D in a fresh game and um, uh, Prisoner Rescue. I've been I've been mm -hmm. meaning to make a video, and I probably should because I have some I have some really amazing uh, gameplay from Prisoner Rescue where we had such good comms and such good strategy. And yeah, it's, it's so, it's so satisfying. And I found um, in my, my boomer status and age that 
that's where I find the most fulfillment in games anymore is is in FPS games is working together uh, with friends and with teammates with comms and outsmarting the enemy uh, using what little skill and aim I have when I need to uh, but really trying to work on position uh, positioning kind of trying to predict what the other team is going to do and the hostage rescue mode had a lot more strategy than I expected like a lot more strategy um yeah. we had some really good we were starting to learn the call outs by the end of the beta and we had kind of plays and plans for when you know there were a couple people left like there's a time where you don't want to kill the other team because you get more points for the hostage extract so we were leaving a couple mm -hmm. in lobbies we were dominating we were leaving a couple of the enemy team alive and just letting them stay alive and kind of trying to hold them down while we extracted the other hostage and we had kind of a formula when it's like okay, they're starting to get some back on us. We need to go ahead and take them out. Like, it was just, it was it was cool. So I, I'm excited for that to come back. Yeah, and you guys, I was watching your your streams for Eyes of Rescue, and you guys were, it was, it was awesome, right? That's teamwork. That's what the game mode is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be this crazy one-man army movement BS. So, I mean, you you did a great, you did a great job with that and, and showed, again, like these types of game modes are supposed to have like strategy and tactics. It's not just this run and gut arcade game that everybody for some reason thinks Call of Duty should still be and stay where there's no thought process to take place. And and get ready because I'm getting fired up. So it, in Warzone 2, like you watch the COD next event and people like some of the streamers there were like, oh, I can't, I can't buy a loadout. After the, after the event, they're all crying about, I can't buy loadouts, the loadout mechanic. And everyone's like, it's Warzone doomed. <gasps> Shock face. Um, it's like, get the, f get the fuck over. Yeah, there you go. Get the fuck over yourself. Like what, what effing loadout are you going to buy when you have like three weapons available with no attachments? What are you guys talking about? Just play the fucking game and get used to the mechanics. Like, it's just pissed me off that you get invited to an event and you're complaining that you can't buy a loadout. They literally stated you can you can buy attachments and buy your weapon that you want at the buy station. Like, Jesus effing Christ. Like, let's get over it. Let's move on. Use the think. Use your brain. I have to go to bathrooms and go to med stations to get meds to heal. Like, it, what what's the problem with that? I don't get it. It just pisses me off. If you if you want to play that stupid no brain bullshit, go play Warzone Legacy. And the men, the men like me and Crash, will be raping some ass in Warzone Two. That's the end of it. I also want to say though, if I make <laughs> if I make content, I thought about making like strategy content for like hostage and maybe S and D and stuff like that. If you take those people who are really good mechanically and traditionally lean on that all the time and just rush and, and use the movement system and all that stuff. If they would listen to those types of videos, imagine how awesome they would be at the game. So I think there's always room to get better with tactics. You might learn an angle. You might learn something that you're not used to. You can use that positioning because if you do that, if you do both of those things, not just rely on one or the other, it's going to make you the best player. And I, that's when you start to do more things and get to higher lobbies and stuff and, and you know, meet adversity with your teammates and comms. And that's when I'm having fun. So, um, yeah. So I, I think there's, even though we probably um, alienated like all of the younger demographic that could potentially maybe listen to our program, there's, there's still, there's still room for you here and there's a place for your good, uh, your good mechanics. You just have to have an open mind, you little shits.
Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, man, I'm. I, you got me excited again for hostage mode. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I still gotta. And I mean, I mean, that's what I thought. Like hostage mode is case in point, and same with S and D. Like peak, those modes are awesome. And I think that's that mentality and mindset playing those modes that you had playing with your friends communication. That's what made um, original Warzone like in the in the first couple months there so awesome because it was only trios, so you had to have good communication, you had to have good tactics, good movement, and that's where a lot of my uh, original Warzone videos. That's why it was so fun to do those. Like and especially when they added solos, it was just like, how can you and your team outplay players? And there was there's and you know it from Tarkov. There's specific ways of uh, moving from cover, repositioning that you can just confuse, <clears throat> confuse players. And you use those types of tactics, and you get the better of people who do abuse those movement systems, which is fine, whatever. But then, like you said, they kind of get super pissed off because really you just, you know, used a small fraction of your brain power to move instead of stay in one spot and that i mean that's what was best that was the most fun for me is like i i did not only did i outplay you but i i outthought you essentially is like i i made a tactical move repositioned and was one step ahead of you mentally to get that kill and that's what was awesome made every kill every engagement worth it and that's why i love tarkov because every engagement you're like your heart's just going whenever you're in a firefight and that's what that's what original Warzone was to me. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. And a lot of mechanics, if they're bringing them over from DMZ, firefights actually mean something again. And I think Warzone and Call of Duty in general went down a path where firefights didn't mean anything um, the past couple of years, I would say. So with the Modern Warfare 2 beta, especially everything I've seen from Warzone 2 and we're hearing from DMZ, like getting in a gunfight is a serious thing again for the most part. So I hope they stay with modes, that. Yeah. Like, right. I want it to have, I want there to be a weight to that gunfight and not just... I can get in a gunfight and if I die, I'm going to respawn and not lose anything. There needs to be, there needs to be more there. Right. Otherwise, otherwise that's what TDM's for. <laughs> yep. I kind of want to talk about, I kind of want to address what Chris H said um, in your mm -hmm. chat. He said, well, our generations won't always agree. Gen Z versus millennial split continues. While that is more than likely true. I do hope to get the point across that even incredibly mechanically gifted Gen Zers could use some tactics and become even better. So I might try to do that like with my content that basically everybody could use a little bit more tactics. Like no matter your skill mm -hmm. level, if you put yourself in an advantageous position, if you're thinking about what's going on, what's gonna get you to your goal, you're gonna play better no matter your mechanical skill level. So that that's where I feel like I hope that we can kind of come together on. Like it doesn't matter how you play, if you play smarter, you're gonna do better. So. right yeah exactly i agree and like it's it's a weird middle ground because can you and i abuse that movement system sure do i want to play like that i don't enjoy playing like that so i i just choose not to so maybe that's that's obviously on me right but like you said the people that are using using those movement systems and, and taking advantage of those um if I'm still able to outplay those players, right, then there's still more to learn there. So movement, so taking advantage of that movement system in current Warzone or Modern Warfare 2019 is one thing, but to add that extra layer to it, I mean, overall, it's just going to make you a better player either way. So there's really no harm in it. Agreed. 
Are you are you ready for some uh some quick shots? Damn right. All right. I thought so. You had that look in your eye. Um <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I got a couple news stories. Uh folks in chat, if you are uh so inclined, um start thinking about some of your uh your questions and stuff questions comments to talk about because i think if as long as buff's cool with it we got some time for uh chat q a um here at the end um this is not part of it buff um this is not part of the quick shot but i'm surprised you're here i was going to talk to you about this um did you know in uh new york city i'm surprised you're not there there was a large massive birds aren't real protest are you are you part oh. of the movement are you part of the movement uh, i mean we all know birds are actually um, government drones spying on us. Okay. Uh, that are that are that are dispersing fluoride into the air and our water and poisoning us. So we we think a certain way. So Everyone you, knows that. Correct? You're with that. You're with that. The, that the birds are drones. They're all robots. Obviously. Have okay. you ever seen a bird up close? Like, come on. It's not like you've ever shot and hunted a bird. <laughs> they're robots. Clearly. I've, I've eaten a fair amount of birds, but yeah. No, um, no, they're, oh, ro no. they're robots. You're eating metal. I'm sorry to break it to you. Oh, that's why my iron's so high. It all makes and, sense now. And and the earth is flat. Okay. So I mean, how could it not get with be? it, Crash? How get could it with not it, be? Crash? <laughs> how could it not be? All right. We're going to get banned. Here we go. <laughs> Um, sorry, YouTube. We love you. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be streaming to Parlor in no time. Um, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about, and it's exactly what Chase was saying. Um, was asking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knows where we were going. Everyone knows where we were going. You're not a first person shooter fan, a friend of this program. If you don't know what's going on, because nine point some million people saw this on Twitter, so that's probably a good sign that if you watch this program, you probably saw it. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, apparently someone is working on a game in the Unreal Engine 5 that takes place as a, a body cam game. It looks like the, from the body cam perspective. Mm -hmm. But if you're not in the know, it looks like just GoPro footage. Did you see Dude, this? I, I thought, yeah, when this came across my Twitter feed, I, I, for the first, like, I don't know, this was like, what, a two, three minute video or whatever it was. For the first half of this, I, I was like, this is ukrainian combat footage is what i thought i was looking at is exactly what it looked like so um sign me up man how much money do i need to pay and when do i need to pay it and uh keep working on that frostbite engine battlefield that's all i gotta say <laughs> yeah ue5 <laughs> pretty wild i don't think this game doesn't make sense to me but it looks amazing like <laughs> If I'm controlling the person, why would I be looking through a body cam and not my head? However, with the moving and turning his head around, this looks, I don't know the kind of, maybe the 4090 that's out now could do it. If you can fit it in your computer case somehow. Um, this would be amazing VR. How stupid immersive would this be if it was in VR? But I, I don't know what kind of power that would take. That to would like be VR, but. That'd be crazy, but I'll be, I'll be honest, man. I can just, this is what they showed us here. It just has me like, I need to see, I need to see like uh M4 or like modernized. I need to see like a modernized AR type gameplay with this now. Cause it's, 
it looks so good. And I watch like if you if Twitter and Instagram, like there's a lot of pages I watch that are just like straight up body cam uh, combat footage from the Ukraine Russian war. That's why I thought this was what that was. Cause it's like, well, half of my feed is just combat footage. That's, that's uh body cam footage. So, uh, and I love why that this looked awesome. If I can, if you can just play combat footage, <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. I guess it would be pretty cool. I don't understand. Yeah. There's so many things I don't understand. And it's one of those things. Like, I hope it comes to fruition. I hope it's a done game and not just like a demo kind of like this. Uh, but this person is, is doing some really cool stuff. And we yeah. definitely have to talk about anytime somebody does something different, right? Like mm -hmm. first person shooters can get stale and have been kind of the same for a while in a lot of categories, a lot of the AAA ones, especially when someone goes outside the box, we got to talk about it. So yeah, I saw yeah. this and it was just cool. And I just instantly thought how wild this would be in VR. Yeah. Be, be pretty crazy. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Love it. It's time for the next uh quick shot uh since we are a first person shooter in this uh podcast and this is a large first person shooter thing i know we get stuck i know we get stuck in the in the call of duty in the battlefield rabbit hole a lot of the times but i still try to talk um about everything going on um there is a new season um of apex legends coming around the corner um there's a lot of controversy and i really don't want to get banned um, but <laughs> the next character is going to be a trans woman. I'm not 100% what this really um, has to do with stuff. And I think, um, first of all, let the record show that I'm fine with it, like completely fine. I think it's cool. I've always said the more diverse you can make characters in a game and when you can get people um, who can like identify with those characters, it makes like immersion better. So I think everyone should have that opportunity um, in a video game. I think people take this and they just try to argue with it. Even though I feel like the vast majority of people are fine with it, there's just a ton of arguing and defined controversy. People are just arguing on Twitter. You have people saying, watch what these incel gamers are saying about this. And then you have all of them saying like, why are you shoving this down our throat? And it's just stupid because like, I feel like no one has a problem with it, but like people are just arguing for the sake of arguing. But anyway, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, there you go. Um, there is a new yeah. new season coming um, for Apex. Um, again, I, I I I'm all about diverse characters and having people that everyone can identify with because that's how a lot of people get like immersed in games. And that's why I've always mm -hmm. like games with like yeah. a ton of customization because you can build them, and make them look like you want to. As right. long as um, it's part of the story, it furthers the story. Um, having this transition and stuff in a game, I'm. Um, totally cool with it i think it's fine i think it's great um there i was going to talk a little bit more about um what she does um she will serve as a defensive legend also has a magical level control over pharaoh fluid which she can supposedly manipulate to build fortifications and structures to defend her teammates so a bunch of campers that's what i'm getting out of it <laughs> but yeah that's coming in apex i should play apex again it's been a long time uh, since I've tried Apex. But. I played a little of it back in back in the day, but I mean, I I completely agree. I I I select like if you're using COD as an example or any first person shooter that I, I typically play, I select like my character based on how I can be immersed by being that character. So I I have zero issues with this whatsoever, and I, I agree. I think it's more so arguing for the sake of arguing. Um, there's 
there's no problem with this yeah. in my and opinion I, I think i think it really shows like the twitter algorithm shining um of getting people to yeah. engage and argue with each other because it put yeah, it just puts the right people together to cause like a problem when like i feel like nobody cares at the end of the day yeah. so i think it's great i, I think agree. it's fine and um yeah i i, I should play apex again because it, it it's it's changed a bunch um since i've played it so i feel like i should check it out again because um as uh actung said in chat apex is fantastic i completely respect it for for what it is um they've built even though like we said i'm not like super thrilled about the setting and stuff as i'm sure you're not either the game itself is an incredibly well put together uh, uh, battle royale. And uh, they know what they're doing over at Respawn. The only problem, the one problem I got with Apex is it's keeping us from getting Titanfall 3 because it's too damn successful. (laughs) And I I want Titanfall 3. Um, A lot of people do, especially lately, right? Yeah, Titanfall 2 has seen a big resurgence on Steam. So if you guys are interested in that, there are lobbies you can find uh, folks to play with over there so it's pretty cool so yeah i think we all agree that apex legends 15 is coming up and uh you heard it here first crash could make a make a make a little uh little reunion tour with that but yeah i don't think there won't be a Titanfall three for an incredibly long time until apex run its run its <laughs> runs its course which might never happen um so yeah yeah but i mean studios like money publishers like money and there's enough demand that there will be a titanfall 3 for sure i hope so um but most of the things i hope happen don't um yeah they are uh like actung says they are bringing some titanfall maps from apex uh for non-br modes it has been data mined yeah tom henderson reported on this on hit uh his twitter as well as the insider gaming channel um they have talked about some of those older maps are coming to the game. So it'll be interesting to see like what kind of modes, if they do bring Titans back eventually, and that might be the thing. It might not get Titanfall three. They might just put all that stuff in apex. So I'm guessing they're, they're probably crunching the numbers on how that would work. Um, so yeah, are you ready for the next quick shot? So a game, a game that is like a happy medium, uh, between PUBG and apex, uh, super people, the reason I, I report on it again we're an yeah. fps show and a lot of people have enjoyed this game uh it is out in early access so if you are if you are on uh pc uh, and are interested in such games i would highly recommend you check it out um it's a little bit um i've played a few a few rounds of it and i i'm a little tired of the specialist thing and the abilities changing gunfights and stuff but this game is actually for some reason pretty fun uh mm-hmm. it, it is actually a pretty good time um so i would i would check it out if these are any of the games that are interesting to you it's a game from i think south korea is is uh where the developers and stuff are uh but it does it does play really well it's had a lot of beta tests and stuff like that and i know a lot of my friends um that do enjoy it so just wanted to make everyone aware it is news and it is out and it is in early access you can check it out definitely i haven't seen any gameplay of it so i'm gonna i'm gonna look at it because i know we talked about it a few months back and it was it looked pretty good back then it looks a lot like PUBG, and i've always said you know i bitch about specialists all the time but specialists can fit in a game like this and they can fit Mm -hmm. in a game like rainbow six i just don't enjoy them as much in a game like 2042 where it's a traditional respawn play style because i feel like specialists are okay if they're balanced and they fit into like a layer 
of the like tactics or way you play the game. Like, mm-hmm. so, and what I mean by that is, if you have a squad, someone's going to play this role so they can do this. There's another specialist that complements them, so I'm going to play this. This is going to be my job, and then that's cool. I feel like in like 2042, it's just a bunch of people running around spamming their abilities and stuff like that, and it really doesn't fit into how you play the game. I might be wrong. That's just how I feel. And mainly, I could feel like that because I'm sad how they ruined Battlefield, but <laughs> I it can fit in a game like this, in my opinion, if you're playing with a team. Um, so Yeah, I, I agree with that. And then I didn't really talk much about the stuff from Project U. I might make a YouTube video about it. Um, I got some um, some leaks and some information about the Project U um, that's coming from Ubisoft. And I don't okay. know who's going to play it. It's essentially Arc Raiders with, with Fortnite graphics. Oh, wow. I haven't even heard of it. So I'm going <laughs> to look at <laughs> it. Uh, Ubisoft, we we might talk about it next week, and I, I might make a YouTube video about it. But I just feel like Ubisoft is just continuing to make games that nobody asks or wants. Um, X Defiant might be sneakily good, um, but I think how they revealed it already has a bad taste in everybody's mouth um, yeah. because they used the Tom Clancy name kind of blasphemously, uh, according to a lot of folks. Um, mm-hmm. But it could be sneaky good. They're listening to players and they're doing a lot of good stuff. Um, as far as balancing and things like that. Um, but it's going to be a COD clone. It's going to release alongside one of the, probably the biggest Call of Duty in history. So that doesn't seem intelligent. And then yeah. um, you have uh, Project U, which is essentially going to be, it looks like Arc Raiders where you, it's a co-op shooter and there's aliens to fight. Um, but it is also like, um, it looks like Fortnite. So from the leaks and stuff that I've seen. From my own source. Interesting. How about that? Interesting. So I, I might I might explore it a little bit more. Uh yeah, let's get right into the questions. Um always look forward to these. Uh William has a really good one that I meant to talk about but forgot. So shout out William. Uh same thoughts as soccer players in Modern Warfare Robo Numbers. That leaked out that a lot of the, the soccer <laughs> soccer players are gonna be there. Or football as you folks say over there. Across the water. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Same so what does that mean? I'm super lost. Um, so did you know that a lot of the famous soccer players are going to be operators in Call of Duty? Did you see that? No, no. Okay. No, well, there was <laughs> stand by while the production team works. Work. Well, I'm not going to be able to find it because it's a, a yeah. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. So a lot of famous <laughs> soccer players are going to be operators in okay. uh, Modern Warfare Two, as not officially announced, but found like data mines and stuff. From okay. I think Tom, Tom Henderson reported it. Oh, cool. I mean, as long as they look good, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, if they're if, if they're dressed up like if they're in their soccer uniforms, um, that could be a little I, stupid. Yeah, I would not. I would not like it. That's but, for sure. <laughs> again, I implore you if you are of more of the Milsim type uh, crowd, just enjoy the launch window. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. Because you know you. There is not a single doubt in anyone's mind that the cosmetics are going to get off the rails later on. Although uh, Joel Emsley did say there were some tweets going on. <clears throat> he did mention that they obviously he didn't deny that there would be some goofy stuff, but he did say that they they had a focus on 
not, not not verbatim, but he said they they do have a big focus and will continue to focus on the the Milsim stuff going forward as well. So hopefully, at didn't, least we'll see a good balance. Didn't he say something along the lines if it was up to him, that's how it would stay? Or am I making that I, up? I can't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I hope not. <laughs> but I, I know I was tagged in it, and it was like something I like to see. So hopefully, I liked it because it was not if it were up to me it was we will because he isn't he the lead uh he's like the lead art so i would assume he would have the he would have the say for that especially because he seems to be he was really into the uh like the ghillie suit guys and uh the kruger modeling and stuff for modern Warfare 2019 so we'll see hopefully hopefully it's a fact and not i can't even find his twitter account i know i follow the guy <clears throat> Yeah, he changed his he changed his handle, I think, a while back. And I, I just refound him. Oh he deleted his Twitter for a while. Joe um Because the COD community is definitely not toxic and attacked all the developers uh and drove a lot of people off social media at all. That definitely What? Yeah. No. And you guys think and I'm and I'm comparatively I am not critical at all compared to like some of the shit people do. <laughs> yeah, the best the best part is when people attack them personally for decisions yeah. that have nothing to do with them. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, I did see that, Chris. That's a good point. Another one. Yeah. You guys man, you, just reading that too. Yeah, great. You guys should be on this show. Uh you guys should run this show instead of my dumbass. Um, you all see the changes Chris H says to third person mode in Modern Warfare 2. Not only 4X scopes and higher put you in first person, the rest just zoom in but keep you in third person. I think that'll play a lot better for people that enjoy uh, third person. So, Yeah, I, I was looking at that today too. And I, I didn't mind the way it was, but it did feel a little odd not being able to shoot in third person. So that's that's good to see. So that's really cool if that is the case. Um, I'm excited for that. And Chase also brings up a good one. There were some weapon leaks. Uh, you may be able to still find out there. I know they're in, in some discords around, but there were some weapon leaks. I don't know who or how they got this, the shots of these, but uh, the AUG H-Bar, RPK, uh, the Mark 20 SSR, SCAR-H, uh, the 725, no. and the 44 Magnum, I believe, were all the ones I saw. I don't know if I'm missing one. The standard AUG and 506 as well. Um, the uh the thumbnail icon for that which will show up in the kill feed was also leaked so there was a decent amount of leaks a lot of the stuff got removed though and that was just like for general weapons uh, like we, we talked about dmz stuff like iodine pills so there's a lot of i don't know where all this information is coming from and how people are data mining this but it's there. i did i saw the iodine pills and i didn't know what the hell that was about but mm -hmm. um yeah supposedly there's some uh there's some kind of radiation that's going to come to tarkov too that's uh eventually that'd be interesting yeah what they do with that and justin justin says zeneco in chat and he's right there is uh may or may not be some uh attachments for a russian weapon pattern that i will enjoy customizing maybe you talk, you're talking about and then they're talking about the 500 <laughs> mag was leaked too so i'm guessing that's yeah, like yeah. a smith and wesson revolver 500. right right yeah, that's that's I said I said I don't know what I said. I said the wrong Good bear one, gun. Yeah, 500. Yeah. <laughs> Going to kick like a beast probably. Yes, I have shot one. You got to hold on to it. 
<laughs> I love seeing the videos where like you get like a, a skinny girl firing it and just like throws her back. Yeah, that's so mean. I think the people that put her up to that should have their asses kicked, man. That's so mean. That's dangerous yeah. too. Yeah, um, unless you're loading like one round only. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully they're doing that. But I've had like you want to make sure you have some really nice soft like hogue grips on that thing because it will slap your hand. I shot a, oh, a my buddy also had a, a 44 mag in a Ruger Blackhawk revolver and it just had this straight up wood handles with the the steel like through the middle and then the two wood pieces oh on the side. God. That thing, dude, it felt oh, it just smacked your hand when you shot that thing <laughs> with like full loads, which just smoke your hands like every time. Well, well yeah. hey, at least at least crash. At least you didn't lose part of your finger, right? <laughs> That's all. True. Yet, not yet. Yeah, I still yet. have all ten of these bad boys so far. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that stays. Wow, stop showing yeah. off, crash. We get it. You have ten fingers, okay? No big deal. Jesus. Hey, you gotta let me have something. I can do that. <laughs> like I can't do a lot of things, but I can have my fingers so far. <laughs> so I gotta have some kind of W. <laughs> but yeah, I think is that a show? Yeah, I think it looks like it, man. We got a campaign coming up this week. I'm pumped. It's good to be back. I got fired up today after my two week hiatus. So really good to be back on the uh, on the program. I had a I had a good time and got out some. Uh, some needed frustration so love it yep uh justin i guess has a question i'm the same mm -hmm. way though i was hyped up for today glad to have you back and uh talk about <laughs> although i didn't know exactly what we were going to talk about for an hour or so uh we, we came up with something but i was excited <laughs> to have you back too this, this show is a lot of fun for me so i appreciate everyone for being here um Justin says, I'm having withdrawals from the MW2 beta, which is crazy. I haven't been into core COD MP in a long time. Have either of you felt similar? Do you enjoy all that? I, I felt it similarly. What's got me through it is I've been playing S&D in Modern Warfare 2019 on Twitch at night. And I never, I didn't play it when I was into that game. Like, cause then I got into Rainbow Six Siege a lot. And then S&D is kind of like that, but a lot easier. So I've been kind of, I didn't, wear it out back then so i've been playing that and it's been getting me through how about you um i've played i think 30 minutes of ghost recon wildlands and probably an hour of call of duty since the beta and that's the only thing i've done other than that i spent a little bit of time in the battlefield for test range so i really haven't played anything since the beta so yeah basically that ruined uh I played it and I was like, the beta ended and I was like, cool. Well, I don't want to play anything else. So I'll just pretty much not do anything for <laughs> until the game comes out. <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on something Modern Warfare 2 this week. Yep. Makes total sense. Me too. Um, I think, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I might stream it or I might watch you stream it. I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Stream it. I might. Mine would be a little bit different experience than yours, probably. I would probably get hammered on bourbon and yell obscenities at the characters, but that's how my streams usually end up. But that's fine. Speaking of which, let's have another glass. Before we... There you go. There you go. Let's carry carry into the Twitch stream later. Um, you and you and all your ten fingers drinking drinking some. Look whiskey. at that! Look how good I can hold this cup. 
You son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> eat that, dude. <laughs> it's cruel and unusual punishment. Now guys. I'm just showing off. Now I'm just showing off. But yeah, anyway, guys, I think that's it. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Buff, thanks again, man. Uh, it's just shitload of fun, as always, dude. Absolutely, man. Great to be back. Thanks for thanks for tuning in, everybody. Had a good time. Yep. As always. Well, uh, as always, if you missed part of the show, we'll upload the VOD um, on the Scope channel. And then also um, podcast will go up as soon as I can. Uh, hopefully tomorrow or tonight later because I have to go into the office tomorrow. So as soon as I possibly can, I'll have that stuff up and going. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. Again, shout out for the Super Chats and Avery for a massive dono. And uh, yeah, as, Avery, as well thank as, you, brother. As well as everyone. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. And we will be back next week with likely campaign reactions and uh, what other news and stuff we can find across the internet to chat with you guys. We'll see you then. Peace.